to the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Welcome back to the Secrets of the Self-Made. This is episode number 19, and I have Susan Thomas with me today who started with Self-Made You this year. So just back in January, a few months ago, and I'm so excited for her to share her experience kind of as one of our newbies. But before we get started, I'm going to throw a little icebreaker question at her. Now, you're going to get to hear her experience as a student at Self-Made You today, but I thought it would be kind of fun to look back at, you know, in the day when she was a student, I'm curious to know, Susan, what was your least favorite subject in school? Oh my gosh. I can barely remember high school. So let me think. Um, actually, there was a class in college that I just, I did anyway, it was a, an accounting class. And I, um, I, I just, just didn't like it. Just It just didn't gel with me, but. Yeah. I still remember we had, we, they taught us how to balance a checkbook and mm-hmm. things that I'm sure they don't even teach anymore. I don't know if they do or not, but um, <laughs> anyway, just basic accounting, I guess is not my forte. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay. So tell us a little bit about like, where did you grow up and, and give us a little insight into your lifestyle today? Okay. Yeah. I, um, I was born and raised here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so live in the Scottsdale area. So I've been born, well, I was born and raised here. My mother and my grandmother and I all were born in the same hospital. Oh, so cool. three generations here. Uh, I, I briefly lived in Utah and Portland, Oregon for a while, but I absolutely love the heat in the desert. So I always come home and I know this is where I'll always live. I just love it. Um, I, I currently work as an executive recruiter for a global software company. So that's what I do for work. Um, I have an adult daughter and I'm married to a great guy and we both love to golf. Uh, he golfs almost every day. He's retired. So I join him on the weekends. Oh, nice. um, and we have two golden doodles that are really just the loves of my life. Oh, you're speaking my language. And I did notice we just connected on LinkedIn. And so I saw kind of the um, nature of your business. And so um, is it all areas like programmers, developers, um, project managers? Like what's the... I'm recruiting for? Yeah. Um, Right now I'm recruiting just for marketing under the marketing org. So I'm recruiting anything and everything for marketing. Interesting. Awesome. So for those of you who are looking to network, look up Susan on LinkedIn. Okay. So tell us like what attracted you to self-made you back in January? Oh my gosh. So I, um, 
I think like a lot of people that are in the, the group, um, it was someone I knew who I saw her in, I think, November last year. And I hadn't seen her for months and she just looked amazing. It took me a minute to, to notice. And I was like, have you lost weight? And it wasn't even that she had lost weight, but she just looked, she was glowing and looked so healthy. And I said, you know what, what'd you do? How'd you do it? And she said, oh, well, are you on self-made you on Facebook? And I said, I am. Is that the program? And I um, asked her, I said, well, bottom line, what's the, you know, what's the drill? And she mentioned, you know, the low carb diet and then fasting. And I thought, well, I can do low carb, but there's no way I'm fasting. Hmm. So, but anyway, you know, it's the kind of the saying when they say that student, when the student's ready, the teacher will come. And I was just so ready and um, took the week kind of free, join and get to learn about it. And then I was like, I'm all in and joined. And like you said, I am a newbie. I'm just hitting my three month mark, but incredibly impressed with everything that I've learned. Well, we've loved having you. What would you say is one of your one of the most profound concepts that you've learned, like that really maybe sets this apart from some of the other, you know, past experiences or weight loss attempts that you've made? Oh, my gosh, there are um, a couple things. One, um, you, you said something in one of the, the coaching calls um, or on one of the coaching calls about um, that um, being overweight or over drinking, whatever it is, um, is really a symptom mm -hmm. or it's the, is that what you said? It was the symptom mm -hmm. of something else, mm -hmm. which ties back to the self-coaching piece mm -hmm. of, um, and that's been it for me. Um, that really struck a chord. And until then I was really struggling with kind of the self-coaching piece and, um, using that feeling wheel. Mm -hmm. um, so I think allowing myself, it, well, it's taken me a while to dig into those feelings mm -hmm. and that whole process. So that, that has been very profound, um, along with the educational component of collecting data. I'm very competitive with myself. And so when I started, my blood glucose was frighteningly high. I'd kind of known it was high, but I didn't realize. So literally that motivated me and knowing that everything I was eating was going to affect that number the next yeah. day. Um, so that those two things completely new and completely very profound. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always say that the reason why we collect the data is so that we don't rely on the drama that our primitive brain feeds us. So. An example of that would be, you know, oh, my pants are so tight, I have to start watching what I'm eating, is a very dramatic thought, right? But, and you probably, there's probably a lot of self-loathing that it doesn't end there. It's like, and, 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 right? But then if you could just look at the data, like here is my blood glucose after I eat a cookie, that is a way that you can make an informed decision about maybe choosing something different so that the blood glucose does not have that kind of spike. That's what I mean by utilizing data to make your decisions versus drama. The, 
that dramatic thought is going to make you feel defeated. It's going to make you feel, you're going to start from a place, you're going to react from a place that probably is not going to be very serving to you. It's very hard to engage in consistent actions from a negative feeling. And that's what drama creates is a lot of negative feelings. But if you can look at that data and just use it as such, just as data and be like, okay, now I see what is what the cause and effect of this eating this cookie is, I can make a more informed decision. So that is um, a really, really great concept that we teach right out of the gate. Um, it's, it's actually one of our four basics. We teach people how to learn to collect data and it goes beyond even just your blood glucose, but that's that's an important one. We all have blood glucose levels, and it's a, and I would say it's such a important part of our metabolic health that everybody should be paying attention to. But a lot of people just don't know that. So um, I love that you brought that up. I also think that um, it, um, well, you said being not you thought that you wouldn't be able to fast right you thought oh yeah. <laughs> i literally rolled my eyes because i i had a friend um i have a friend who has done fasting and she's done it up to the five-day fast and she oh, wow. has um had recommended the book that i forget the gentleman's name but i bought it and i read it and again just I don't know what it was, but once I heard the health benefits or I learned the health benefits of the cellular change that you can have from fasting, it was, um, it wasn't even an option. And I, once I started and realized how easy it really is, and now it's just, um, my whole, my family knows Monday through Friday, I'm fasting at least to dinner, but a couple times a week, I'll do a longer fast, but, um, and for a while, I, I was afraid to even tell them I was doing it. Now everyone just knows. But um, I, the fasting has been a huge piece. And I know if I fall off the wagon, so to speak, one day, mm -hmm. uh, I know I can jump right back in by fasting, um, you know, doing a consistent fast afterwards and jump right back on. I just feel so much better. Yeah. Um, I've even had it was like one week I had five people say to me, you look different. They're like, you just look, you look really healthy and happy. I, I haven't gotten to my goal weight, but I've lost, you know, 14 pounds and I feel great. But um, I, I just know that I look better. I, I really think fasting is helping at that cellular level to, get rid of those bad cells that I was not aware of before that that's a natural option to healing your body. Yeah. Yep. It absolutely is. Um, I mean, and there's even, there's far more advantages outside of that, like cognitive clarity, right? more energy, right? I mean, it's better sleep. It just goes on and on and on. But yeah, I would say, um, you really start to quickly see it in your skin. Your skin mm -hmm. starts to look a lot more vibrant. Um, your mood 
is just more stable. So a lot of people report that they are happier. You know, they don't seem to have as many of those blue days. So my husband has commented. He said, you just seem much calmer and um, happy. He said, just, you know, not happier, but you just seem like you're in a really good place. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing that. I, I, that is like one of the, um, I would say, most rewarding um, or fulfilling parts of teaching people these concepts is understanding the difference that it has made in their life and them hearing the, you know, affirmations from their loved ones, you know, that they see it. And um, I know we see it first, but then when other people start to see it in us, it's just like, wow, that's just, it's so affirming. So congratulations. That is amazing. So when you, I, we talk so often about what it means to be self-made, and I think you are such a beautiful example of what it means to be self-made. I'm curious, what, where does your mind go when uh, I say that? What do you think? Uh, I, you know, I feel like I'm just not really there yet, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate that, but I'm 100% committed. I feel like I'm just really grasping some of these um, components that we're learning. Um, I will tell you yesterday I was golfing and my brain, uh, I, we had to wait. We were up at a, on the tee box waiting for some other people that in my opinion were taking way too long. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately started to get, um, these, this drama and these thoughts in my, this primitive thoughts. And I thought, I remembered you talking about, um, and this example hit really hard for me, um, when you were out socializing and you were talking about an example of not drinking and how to, instead of focusing on, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here drinking a Perrier, and you said, start to look, think about the people you're with and start to notice the ambiance and the environment. And um, that hit me really hard. And I thought yesterday, look where you're at. I mean, instead of focusing on that, focus on it being a 75 degree sunny day. You're on this beautiful course with friends and people. Anyway, um, that's to me kind of the ultimate to get to that point with everything. Um, So that I'm starting to notice those types of things way more often and ways I can shift my mind. Oh, that is such that is such a good secret right there. Okay, so let's just dig into that a little bit more. Tell us, like, how do you notice that thought? So you were able to kind of reverse architect or to just kind of, I always say you have that tip up yeah. or that red flag, right? That um, there's a thought there that's not serving you. What was the first clue that there was a thought that was running through your head that wasn't serving you. Yeah. Well, I started to get, I could feel myself tense up and I started to have this negative self-talk in my mind. And I guess because I've been trying really hard to keep that out or not be doing that, it it just hit me. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to go down this path right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for everybody listening, if that's something that you really want to work on is 
maybe not feeling the frustration that we often jump to. Now we could be talking about having to wait in line at a grocery store, or waiting on the tea box, or um, you know, sitting down at a restaurant and and you notice the feeling of restriction, right? If you're waiting in line, you might be frustrated, or you're waiting at the tea box, you might be angry that the people are, you know, the thought is that these people are moving too slow and I shouldn't have to wait. Or if you're sitting down to a meal and the waiter hands you the wine list and you're not drinking. So you could immediately notice that there's thoughts running through your head that aren't serving you if you feel something. So for me personally, I tend to notice the feeling, the unwanted feeling before I notice what the thought is. But a thought is what triggers a feeling. So if you notice the feeling, you just have to kind of reverse architect it and be like, okay, what am I thinking that's actually generating this feeling? So bravo. It takes practice. Yeah. You know, it's net, it is not like, you know, one day the, the switch flips. It literally takes practice and it takes this heightened sense of awareness and the evidence like, okay, that was me noticing a feeling and being able to trace it back to the thought that I'm having. And just that awareness alone provides so much relief that, you know, it's not the people that are golfing so slow that are, that's making you feel angry or frustrated. It's simply the thought that you're thinking about it. And that gives you so much control because ultimately the frustration or the anger is, is probably coming from a thought around not having control, right? You, you yeah. can't control other people. So you take back the control. And my definition of being self-made is taking responsibility. You take responsibility for your thoughts, for your feelings, for your actions, and therefore every result you create unintentionally and intentionally. So you explained it in a wonderful way. That's a great example. Um, and that is exactly why I think you're self-made. Like right now, sister, you are self-made. <laughs> well, this is so funny. Over the weekend, I it's interesting how I'm starting to realize uh, when I'm out driving that um, there are certain restaurants or fast food places that are kind of, before I started this, I would just stop by or drive through or whatever. So it's kind of um, triggering sometimes. So yeah. just Saturday I was going somewhere and um, all of a sudden I just had this insane craving for a place I knew I was going to be driving by. And I immediately thought, what's, I literally thought, do not even drive any further. And I pulled off and I started writing down the, the challenge or the, the circumstance, the, the thought, the feeling that anyway, I thought, walk yourself through this, figure out what, what it is about this, um, being in this vicinity or what it is about that specific thing you think you're craving. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I feel like I'm just really beginning to grasp some of this because I know a lot of how I gained the initial weight or I mean, this affects every part of your life, but um, was eating to camouflage feelings about certain things. So I'm, that's one thing I think I'm just now really starting to delve into getting as deep as I need to be on 
allowing myself to feel things rather than eat to cover those up. Oh my gosh. Or yeah. yeah. Such a big, that is such a, a key to unlocking the new door, right? We all try to unlock the door to weight loss with those old keys of restriction or following, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the latest and greatest trend is. The key to unlocking the door to anything that you want is slowing down and having an awareness of what it is that you're thinking that's actually generating an urge that will result in you buffering, you know, overeating, yeah. over drinking, overspending so that you don't feel something, right? So, oh, that's such good work. And that's such um, great insight. I really appreciate you sharing. Anything else that you would like to add? Um, any other secrets or anything else that um, you think we should know? Um, no, the only other thing I wish I would have started sooner, like week one, was allowing myself to be more vulnerable. Because mm -hmm. um, I think that's really how you learn and allowing myself to feel some of these things that it's taken me now 12 weeks. I, I thought I was allowing myself to, but I'm learning now that not that would be, that's not a secret, but it's a tip for maybe anyone else joining. Yeah. Yeah. that's a great one. Um, yeah. Vulnerability is everything, right? I think we, we tend to hold back in fear of being judged or in fear of making a mistake. And ultimately, if we all could just kind of come to grips with the fact that action is what leads to learning, whether, you know, we hit the mark or we don't, we can 10x the value of any action if you, if you learn from it. And so, you know, it's just being vulnerable enough and courageous enough to take that next step. And so I think through these last 12 weeks, you've came out the other side with a learning of, you know what, vulnerability is key. And you'll you'll carry that through for the rest of your life. So yeah. that was meant to happen. It was absolutely meant to, to take the 12 weeks for you to grasp that. So um, it's, it's such a beautiful breakthrough when you come to that, you know, like, oh, now I get why that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and being curious, I mean, that's been huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, wanting to understand the data. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Anything else before we go? Um, well, I'm curious, you asked me about what class I most disliked. I'm curious what yours was. <laughs> well, I think we might be kindred spirits because my, mine was also an, an accounting class. I would say, from the get-go, probably as early as kindergarten, and I was going to say, you know, through my high school career, but even into college, math, um, it, it always was a challenge for me. And it's so funny. I have to giggle every single time I preach data, 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 numbers, <laughs> numbers, numbers, because I have always struggled in math. And I, too, had an accounting class in college. I happened to be taking a summer class. Um, and my boyfriend at the time um, took the class with me and I was like paying him to do my homework for me because I could not, I just could not grasp like balancing checkbooks. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's why he is not married to me 
<laughs> he was probably like running for the hills going, oh my God. You can't balance a checkbook. I'm supposed to marry when she can't even balance a checkbook. <laughs> That's funny. I, I disliked math as well, but I love data. I love data yeah. crunching in my job. So yeah. Yeah. It's funny how it all, it all leads to exactly where we're supposed to be. Well, Susan, right. thank you so much for sharing your secrets with us. I so appreciate your time. And for those of you who are listening, come back next week. We will have more secrets to share from some self-made youth students. Um, and we will do it with complete vulnerability and transparency so that you can be the recipient of some really good knowledge. All right. Thanks for being here. Thank you. If you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body Program where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made and the letter u.com.